had my eye on you a long time, Doctor. I consider you one of my most valuable long-term investments. And when it comes to my investments, I always do my homework. I'm Troy Harmon here with Jacob Keene, Nick Antonucci, and Buster Bruton, who's been very talkative uh, during this yeah, show. Calm down, Buster. Yeah, yeah Buster. some air for the rest of yeah. the Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, guys, I uh, wanted to get into a situation that uh, a lot of folks are in, and I know you guys have been going around talking to some college folks lately about uh, how to get started investing. Yeah. Um, and, and to be honest, I, you know, I think it's real easy to get um, to get led astray. If you watch uh, television a whole lot, especially young folks, they're going to like the the flashy, exciting stocks. Obviously, this year one of the big deals has been Amazon. Um, we've seen Netflix fly. Um, even some of the other uh, less flashy tech stocks that have done quite well. Microsoft's up pretty significantly in mm-hmm. 2018, but. Um, I think probably uh, a good way to start is uh, initially understanding what it is that you're doing. And uh, and basically, it's not trying to get in the market and take the biggest risk and gamble and, and win, which sometimes happens and sure. quite often it doesn't. But it's really about growing your assets faster than inflation so that you can create more wealth for you in the long-term future, at least the way we look at it, right? Yeah, it is. And I think a, a big part of it also is knowing yourself, knowing your situation, your goals. You know, we say it on here all the time, no two people's situations uh, are exactly the same. And, right. And that's even the case when you're just starting out. Sure. Everyone has different goals, and, and perhaps yours are different than other people's your age. So your investment style is going to differ from theirs. Sure. So you have to understand kind of the, the basic asset classes, I think, for starters. That's stocks and bonds. We'll keep it simple for now, right? Right. So stocks, you have ownership in, in a corporation, um, and you achieve returns two ways. Um, price appreciation, so that stock goes up in price. Um, the company's growing earnings, becoming more profitable, or they pay a dividend. Dividend income uh, is the other way that you know your stock appreciates or, or you earn income. Sure, it's not the flashiest way. Most people just want to see that price go through the roof, right? No, but I think historically we've seen it's, it's almost half of returns. It really exactly. is. People Over a long how much of time. how much uh, of return is contributed by dividends. So yep. you know, keep that in mind. Don't think just because it pays a dividend, it's it's super boring or they're not going to make you money. And when you look at a lot of the FANG stocks, most of them don't pay a dividend. They're growth stocks, so they're investing right. heavily back into the company. So it's not a surprise there. You um, think it would be worthwhile to tell them what FANG means? It's the Facebook, Amazon, Apple, uh, Apple, Netflix, Netflix, and Google. Google, right? which is now Alphabet. I screwed Alphabet. that up because I keep yeah. thinking of Google as Alphabet, so I'm like, there's <laughs> three A's. <laughs> And no, and don't and 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 don't get us wrong. Uh, we're not saying don't own those, but I think one of the key things to keep in mind when starting off investing is to be diversified. So inside right. a four hundred one k, that's going to mean don't just buy the large cap growth fund, spread it around across multiple funds. And if you're in stocks, you got to think about things that don't move together. And one of the things that we've talked about, Nick, is kind of like the the hierarchy of of consumption. So if if you think about an iPhone, yeah, Apple's 
great company, high flyer. Sure. But you may not buy the new iPhone if your earnings are constrained, if you, you're on a tight budget. Sure. But you're going to keep your lights on. So you, exactly. you, you want to own both an Apple and a Southern company at the same time. You want to be spread out across the sectors because not all the sectors are going to succeed at the same time. You don't see the repetition year over year. It's, it's like we were talking about earlier in the show, Troy. Uh, you saw healthcare have a terrible year in, in what, 2016? It did, yeah. Now Especially it's the leader your pharmaceuticals, today. yeah. They yeah, were now it's the leader around. today. So you want to spread yourself around, look look for look for stocks and asset classes that aren't correlated. Well, just yeah. the action in the market this week is enough to tell you that. Uh, utility sector is up 0.43%, the only one that's up. And um, you've got technology, which has been the big high flyer, but it's down 8% this week. Yeah, so if you're just starting out and you're thinking, oh, well, you know, how do I know what stocks to buy or how many or how do I get diversified? Well, if you're just starting out, you don't have a lot of money. Buying individual stocks is not the way to go, um, especially if you're just trying to pick ones at random. It's, sure. it's a loser's game. So buy ETFs or buy mutual funds. And yep. what that is, it's you know pooled assets. It's a collection of stocks. Maybe it's stocks and bonds. Who knows? You could buy ETFs in all sorts of asset classes. Um, but what that does, it gives you a low-cost way to diversify your portfolio. Sure, you buy a portfolio from a manager instead of just buying a stock that has specific uh, risk to – I mean, think about it. Uh, we've seen all these stories about how the, the CEO or uh, some leader of a company can go out and have a, a stupid drunken night and uh, wind up costing the, the shareholders a lot of money. It's the kind of things you want to avoid when you are just getting started for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So just beginning to invest in stocks, I'd say that's probably a great way to go. Yeah, and, yeah, and Jacob, you made the point uh, it's about being diversified, but it's really more about buying different asset classes. So it might not just be buying a sector or across all sectors. Uh, you want to have exposure to different geographic locations. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, there's a million ways you can diversify your portfolio. But uh, the point you made, diversification only works if there is lack of correlation among the different segments or right. the different pieces of your assets, which right. means that you don't want to buy something and that moves in the same direction. And the way, the, same the way we like to talk about diversification, if we're not talking sectors, is going to be size, geography. In style, so right. sure. value versus growth, large, mid, or large, small. mid or small, and yeah. you know international, international, international yeah. versus U.S. So basically, when you set out, when you create your plan, you th- you think about you know the amount of risk that you're willing to take. Obviously, you know your your small cap growth is going to be a lot riskier than your large cap value, and sure. you know Chinese equities more so than U.S. equities for them. Once you make your plan, we say. Don't try and time the market, but rebalance your portfolio. Take yeah. what the market gives you. So yep. if you have an asset class that's doing well or a stock in a stock portfolio that's doing well, go ahead and sell that and buy some of the losers. Sell, yeah. sell your winners and buy some of the losers and get back to your targets. And and not even just within within stocks. Think outside of stocks. Think at other asset classes if they fit your investment style, your risk tolerance. Sure. Bonds. Bonds. Uh, commodities. For, for those that are not quite as risky, you would rather – probably have something that the price doesn't move around a bunch bonds are the way to go right yeah exactly so you know what jacob and i did a presentation to some students earlier and if you look at long-term returns and you know small cap mid cap large cap equities i think it's probably let's call it 12 11 and 10 percent returns respectively and so you know you make the argument oh well over the long term why would i not just put everything in small cap stocks well then if you look from 10907 to 3909 top of the market to the bottom of the market during the Great Recession, 
financial crisis, there's you have they were treasuries down. just crushing it. Yeah, yeah they're down fit like. Large cap was down 55, 58%, something like that. 52, I think it was. Yeah, it was like yeah. 52 and 55 for the small and mid. And, and long-term treasuries were up. There was a strong inverse correlation. It, it's intuitive. I mean, sure. er, everyone's worried. Everyone's panicking. You're going to sell your risky assets and buy something you don't worry about so much. Something you don't worry about. So yeah. it's going to go up in price. All right, so uh, that's a big thing. I guess one more point to make is uh, when you think about it from a starter's, from a from a beginning investor's point of view, uh, if you are just looking at the allocation piece, not trying to get in there and pick stocks, you don't have to spend as much time either. It, you know, it's a very important part of investing and putting together your portfolio. But uh, the reality is it, it's... Uh, uh, it will take up less of your time, and uh, you know most people, unless you're just a finance geek like us, uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna have that much time to spend. And you got a life to live, right? Yeah, and and the one thing that we haven't mentioned that we always stress is, as a beginning investor, if your company also offers a 401k with a match, at least at least put as much as the match in there because that's free money. It truly is, yeah. You've you've uh, just doubled your money if they're matching you, yeah. especially dollar for dollar. All right, well, let's uh, take a real quick break. Um, when we come back, we will answer some more financial questions. We appreciate you listening to us. Stick around. You're listening to Money Talks. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.